When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. Gerald Glasser, come right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports, Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our great shows. And if you can, please give us that five-star review, however you get your podcasts. Plus, if you could like, share, subscribe, follow, or do whatever it is that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break, including subscribing today. We're almost at 400 subscribers on YouTube, so if you can go ahead right below Jamie's suite and go ahead and hit that magic button to subscribe to get the latest notifications on when we go live on the air each and every time out. Please go ahead and do so right here at the Lakers Fast Break. Plus also as well, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do whatever it is you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Game Source, of course, the great folks right there for you at LakersBall.com. Go ahead and help get Joe out of the funk as Ox1947 right here for you at LakersBall.com. Plus also as well, our good friend Jamie Sweet. I know he will not have five nice things to say this holiday season about the Lakers. That's at LakerHolics.com. Go ahead and check him and the number one Lakers blogger that's out there, Laker Tom, about all the crazy trades which are going to kick up into overdrive after a game like today. Check it out today at Lakerholics.com. Plus our good friends of the Hoop Heads Podcast Network. And if you want your lawn transformed into something magical this holiday season and you live in the Southern California area, please go ahead and support Joe Sorrell today at Simblades. Simblades with a Y dot com. Well, I'll tell you what, going into tonight, we got some pretty bad news that Anthony Davis was going to be out indefinitely with a stress issue to his right foot, not a stress fracture, not anything elaborated on other than a stress issue with the right foot and that he would be out indefinitely, possibly coming back in January. But that still doesn't help us any because it still shows that we have a serious lack of talent. And after tonight's game at home against an eight-win Charlotte Hornets, a team, one of the worst records in the NBA, you thought, okay, release before we head out on the road, we're going to get an easy one tonight, right? Absolutely not. The Lakers defense, which has been abysmal the past few games since AD's departure, was even worse tonight 
against a horrible shooting team that made them look like all-stars. There was no way in any shape or form that the Lakers tried out there consistently on a defensive effort. And that third quarter, that start of the third quarter where the Lakers simply fell apart, their body language, their effort, everything fell apart from there. They've been, they were behind most of the game and even a furious comeback in the final minutes fell short. The execution on a fast break by Patrick Beverly mistake there as two guys were running the same lane Something that Joe talked about as far as the fundamentals earlier in the game when the same thing happened. And sure enough, coming down at the very end with the Lakers with a chance to tie and take the lead. Couldn't get it done. Plus also as well, a drive by LeBron James as he was driving down to go ahead for a possibly a tying or even a winning basket. Unfortunately, it was not to be as his shoe came flying off. And that sums up the Lakers game and possibly the season so far as the Lakers fall to the hapless. Well, I guess they're happy now. Charlotte Hornets, 134 to 130. And here today to talk about the game are two great guests indeed. My co-hosts in crime, I should say. I'm going to start first with the guy. I need to get him out of this funk. Everybody out there in the chat, first of all, happy holidays. I hope you've done your shopping. We wish you nothing but the merriest of Christmases. And we are going to be live for the live watch party for the Christmas game against the Dallas Mavericks. And of course, right afterwards, no better place to spend your Christmas here than the Lakers fast break. No better place at all. But here today to talk about today's game, we got to go ahead and do what we can to give them some of that holiday cheer. This is a good man indeed. You got to go ahead and check them out today as Ox1947 at LakersBall.com. It is Joe Sorrow and Joe I saw the gambit of emotions going up and down and up and down. But after that third quarter, man, the third quarter reared its ugly head once again. And even a furious comeback could not make it up. I'd like to throw an assist to Jamie because I can't talk right now. (laughs) Well, then also here today, and he's going to, Joe, please stay with us. Also here today to go ahead and help us out. Trying to spread some of that holiday cheer is a good man to do. I see that tree behind you, Joe, starting to sulk down. Good thing mine's fake. Like <laughs> like the Charlie Brown Christmas. You got to go and check out what he's doing today at Lakerholics.com. It is Jamie Sweet. And Jamie, great to have you here, my friend. We got to do what we can by the end of this episode to get Joe back into a decent spirit. But... Damn it, it's really hard to do so when the Lakers suck this bad. Yeah, I mean, there's just, look, we, nobody likes to pile on. And we'll this pile is, on. Uh, do, Depending on our mood, sometimes we actually like to pile on. Yeah, I mean, after two games, three games ago, I would have maybe been a little bit more up for piling on. But, like, when this is going to become, when this is the norm, and it's the norm now. This is this is what to expect, right? Like, we're not going to get... And I think I mentioned it, I forget when I was on, I guess it was after the Washington game, right? Mm-hmm. I said we have to... F- they got to buckle down and really focus on one side of the ball or the other. And I urge them to choose the offensive side. And to their credit, I think they have. To the best that this team can can do. Which is, you know, we scored a lot of points tonight. 
but we couldn't, we can't, we don't stop anybody. And that's not just because AD's out. That's, that's just the heart of the team. And that's like the, the most, that's the two most expensive guys left, not being able to contribute much on that end, mm. whether it's through energy or will or whatever, it doesn't matter. You're getting paid money to play the entire game. You should play hard the entire game. Uh, you know, a lot of these guys just sat out a game for, you know, whatever reason. Well, the crowd wasn't so, too bad because they got free beanies tonight. <laughs> yeah. Like we worried. saw Will. Yeah. Is that the one that they No, absolutely uh, not. My gosh. No, no. It was more, it's more like this one, which I'll actually go ahead and try on next week. You know? Yeah. 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 That, the holiday one. I was looking yeah. for my Laker holiday hat. It must be upstairs somewhere. I couldn't I've got it. my Laker Santa hat here too. So no, my, that's what it. I'm looking for. I know. I, I was looking for mine and I just didn't have it. But I mean, if you look at the box, the box score, we shot the ball great for us. We shot the ball really well. Mm-hmm. We just let Charlotte shoot better. <laughs> we shot more free throws, made more free throws. We shot more threes. We made more threes. They shot the ball more times and made more points. And so, you know, that's uh, that's that's just going to lose you a lot of basketball games. Um, we gave up. Uh, we even out rebounded them, right? We we almost outdid them in every single uh, stat category except for, unfortunately, points off of turnovers, where it was like a slaughterhouse, and we were the pigs coming to get turned into uh, pork loin or whatever whatever happens to a pig in the slaughterhouse. Uh, I think Joe's quaaludes are kicking in. Bacon? Uh, <laughs> Does that happen? <laughs> I don't know. I'm a, I'm a lifelong vegetarian, so I couldn't tell you if you put a gun to my head. But mm, um, bacon. There you go. I know what I know what someone's having in the morning. Well, the Lakers are the Lakers are baking for the rest of the league right now. They look like a nice, tasty, scrumptious snack, and this is what we saw last season. Lakers, you know, come to come to LA. Lakers coming to town doesn't really matter if they're on the road or at home. They're going to show up for about two thirds to three quarters of the game. That's been our modus operandi pretty much all season. Third quarters that, have been a yeah struggle for this team. This this team struggles coming out of the halftime break. And why um, is that? Continuously, this has been a problem. Something must go on as far as in halftime. I just feel the motivation. They they came out, had a fast break, turnover on that fast break. And ever since that turnover, the rest of that quarter, their body language, especially the starting unit, really set it off. Yeah, I mean, you just look at that starting five and nobody plays with energy. It's it's a very pedantic starting five. Uh LeBron doesn't want to go fast. Patrick Beverly doesn't want to go fast. No, nobody, Thomas Bryan can't handle the ball, but he wants to go fast. He plays better alongside Russ, actually. All of our bigs play better alongside Russ because Russ is the only one that drives the ball hard into the paint and not just to, like, kind of see if anybody decides not to defend him. Like, he goes to attack the rim, and if you stop him, then he makes a play. You know, he gets caught in the air every once in a while. That happens. But... I'll take I'll take that level of aggression all game long. I, I I what I can't watch and I'm starting to really just get really turned off by is the idea that this team can show up for just about half the game and expect that it's going to end up differently than it's ending up these days. I, and like you know, I, it's is it unfair that we're expecting a 38 soon to be 39 year old to carry this team? Yes. Has he put himself willingly in that position? Yes. And so those two things, 
are not like functioning in two different worlds. Those two things are the problem is that we're expecting a nigh 40 year old man to carry this team into the playoffs with a fragile cohort cohort and a, and a, and a, and a point guard that's uh, coming off the bench for over $40 million. Uh, you know, I, we've been dysfunctional, be- we've, I think is the best way to describe it. Yeah. But I mean, we've been hitting this, we've been hitting this nail on the head since summer and nothing's, nothing's going to change. Rob will get, let, you know, what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. We're going to miss the play in again. We're going to have roughly the same record we had last year, maybe a little better, maybe a little worse. Rob will get fired and we'll watch it all happen again with a different GM. I don't know we, about Rob. I don't know. I don't think he'll give, he's got a lot of years left on that contract, you know, and, Jeannie just wanted to make sure he was taken care of well into his old age. Seemingly. Must be a, uh, I, a wedding present from her to him. Well, for yeah. the wedding she's going to have. Something like that. I you know, I just... There's just nothing... There's nothing that's sparking this team. Like, you would think that... that because the West is so open, that, that this team would be playing, you know balls to the wall and they're not they they still show up expecting it to happen like magic like the bird that comes out of some magician's hat like oh that's gonna you know and it's just it's just distressing because you know you know i don't like to people say like you know especially the blog I'm, i'm one of the more negative voices on the blog and everybody says it's easy to just choose like the worst possible outcome and i disagree with that it means that you've gone through a lot of things that have forced you to give up hope in the people who are making decisions and the players that are on the team. And that's just where I'm at. I, I don't see, okay, let's say AD comes back in the best possible scenario, early January. That's the best possible scenario, week to 10 days. And that's if he goes out on the court, plays basketball against some of his teammates, Comes back the next day and reports no pain. Does it again, maybe three more times, two more times. Because he's playing whatever. in sandals right now at practice. Yeah, he's, he's, he, he shows up in pajamas. Uh, it was actually pajama day at my daughter's school the other day, so I know how that goes. Pajama day is a wonderful day for everybody. I don't get to wear pajamas to work, but some people do. Um, you know, I, it's this team isn't going to go anywhere. I, I don't care how healthy AD can stay. LeBron's too old. Russ is too inconsistent. The team isn't built for either one of those players to succeed when they have the ball in their hands, and so it won't succeed. It's not built for Russ to succeed. It's not built for LeBron to succeed. You trade Russ, you lose your best playmaker. So you better bring in a playmaker to replace him because LeBron isn't going to do what Russ does. Not, and Schroeder and Beverly can't. They just can't. They're, they're, they're backups at best. They're, they start on our team, but they're on a playoff team, uh, on Milwaukee, on Philly, on Boston. They'd be the 13th, 14th, 15th guy off the bench. Pat Bev, you know, maybe 10th because he's energetic. Uh, I, you know, there's, you know, I can only, uh, I'm not like, uh, I'm not like Bruce Willis in Pulp Fiction. I can't, I can't hit a man till he's dead. I can't hit him till he stops moving. I, at some point I have to say like, okay, this guy's down. And that's how I feel about critiquing the Lakers these days. Like I've, 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 I've punched them as much as I can and I'm tired of it. And I, I, I really would like for them to just be better, but I don't see how that's going to happen. And well, so, you can look at things through the are. eyes of hope or you look at, you can look at things 
through the eyes of how they actually are. Yeah, and I, 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 I'm always number two. I can't. Yeah, I can't we're always that. number. You and I are both. We look at things uh, I, when it comes to the Lakers as they are, not as we would like them to be. And you know, Laker fans, sports fans in general. You know, they, they definitely want to see things how they would like them to be. They would always want to be their, their teams on top and have a roster that, that's there in place. But right now, the situation over the course of the past two seasons has really deteriorated. The moves oh, yeah. have been made and the, the roster changes that have been made. And the fact is that, the you know, the, the sheer fact that we've come to realize just exactly who Anthony Davis is as a player and who LeBron James is as a player at his at his age he can't do the same things he once did he can't carry a team on his back like he once did anthony davis is injury prone there's a reason why he's called street clothes so it just it it's not it's just a reality thing it's just a reality thing i know laker fans want to see always things as hope but we're going to go ahead and tell you here like it is i know laker tom likes to see things through purple and gold shaded glasses but it's just at some point we really have to go ahead and evaluate this team for who they are. And we try to do that here on the show. Jamie, I mean, when you go ahead and you talk to people at Lakerholics.com, I see the fact you get a lot of pushback because there's an imagining of how the Lakers should always be. But then there's a realization of just who they are right now. Yeah, I mean, who's going to look like... Uh, let's say that the doomsday scenario happens and that you're right, that Rob Plinkett doesn't get fired after this awful, awful, awful season and this just inane roster that he built. Uh, is he now going to suddenly stand up to Jeannie and say, well, we got to go over the cap to keep Austin Reeves, Thomas Bryant, and Lonnie Walker the fourth. Those are the only Lakers I would keep right now who are going to be up for moving on. And only because they fill a role and could be good bench guys were we to get better players than them to come in. But if that's, if that's the extent of our moves and we go up a little bit over the cap, because we don't, we certainly wouldn't want to take away money from Jeannie's wedding or, or, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever the Lakers are doing, uh, you know, uh, I mean, that's my problem is that like, if I see dysfunction and, and, and just ridiculous, ridiculously inane decisions being made, by the people in charge, I have very little hope or faith that the employees, the team, the guys on the team will be able to like overcome that. Usually when management is bad, the product is bad. <laughs> That's generally how it works in business. You, you, you don't, you know, management love to blame the workers for this or that, but nine times out of 10, somebody made a bad choice and isn't owning up to it or won't own up to it or owns up to it, but doesn't change their behavior. And so, you know, well, it's not no surprise to me that Rob's not coming out and talking about it or trying to defend anything at all, because he knows, he knows he wanted to make a trade this summer and he was blocked. He knows he probably wanted to pay Caruso more money, but he didn't because he's a coward. He doesn't stand up to the owner. He doesn't do his job. He's just a milksop who takes up space between Jeannie and the coach. And he like finds veteran, veteran minimum guys who are willing to come here for a, a year or whatever. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. 
Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. My last movie that I saw in the theaters was The Last Skywalker. I know. Condolences to me. Wow, man. Right. I I just had talked about that and I completely forgot that I saw that movie. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't speak great things about it, I suppose. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. I agree with you, Z. Great to have you here, Zangerstein, and everyone else in the chat, Paul, and everyone else. Thanks so much for watching and listening. Happy holidays to each and every one of you. May all of you and your families have a truly safe and wonderful holiday. Be safe out there and have a lot of fun. Hopefully you will. I know the Lakers did unfortunately lose 134 to 130, but we're going to try and keep the Christmas spirit here at the Lakers fast break. Joe, are you ready to go ahead and talk about what's going on with the game? I know you're in a really bad way right now, my friend, but you and I have now been friends for over a year. Jamie and I are here to help you. The Lakers chat room, the best Lakers chat room that's out there is here to help you as well. Is there anything you want to say in regards to what happened this evening? I don't wish to discuss rehashed dialogue. Although, even if we stuck to the game, it's rehashed dialogue. Therefore, we must rehash dialogue. That's what I've been thinking since Jamie... Yeah, I know. I'm talking. I'm sitting there and I'm going, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to throw the assist. I'm going to throw an alley oop to Jamie and let him dunk it. And you did. But it was only two points. And we're celebrating like we're 20 points down, like Patrick. And, and, and I can't, I have to, I have to now repeat what we've been saying over and over again. Because that's exactly what happened tonight. We have to commentate about tonight. We have to analyze tonight without trying to keep saying the same thing. But for those of you watching, you tell us, where do we go from here? We, we can't. We have to talk about, we have to repeat ourselves because every game is Groundhog's Day. And that last play, when they had the fast break, (laughs) that's pretty much what put me in a funk. I was fine up until that play. I was fine. I, I had kind of succumbed to the fact that they might lose, but it looked like they had somewhat figured it out that they were probably going to maybe make a play to win it. And that play epitomizes in a lot of in, in a lot of ways the NBA the NBA's inability to really know how to play basketball anymore I just don't I don't see it it's not just a Laker problem I think it just looks worse because we don't have the players we don't have the coach and we don't have the management to hold people accountable LeBron isn't holding anybody accountable because of a passive-aggressive personality. AD can't really say anything because he's hardly ever available. 
Uh, Rob is nowhere to be found. I don't know if he's dead or alive or living in in, in Egypt, for all we know. Jeannie is, makes news. Uh, She's in bliss right now. Outside basketball, which you guys know my feeling on outside distractions. I don't give a flying rat's behind about your personal lives, but apparently the public does. Um, and this is the result of of a product that is i don't even know if it's below below standards it's 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 the kind of standard that someone would go in there and gut everything around it i'm talking take out the rugs the insulation the piping and start over geez i keep saying the same thing over and over again in every show and it's really i think that's probably what's bothering me really it's bothering me that i got to keep repeating myself I used to say this about raising children. I said, what's the hardest thing about raising children is you have to continue to repeat yourself because children have a low uh, attention span. Other than that, everything else has been easy. But these are grown men, which is worse. Children with low attention spans are children. They're, that's the time to not have an attention span. They don't, they, don't, they don't know any better. But what I would like to know is I would like to know at what point Will a fundamental play be run by professionals in the correct way? Because tonight it cost them the game. They had two points right there in front of them. And you had two. I don't I, I just don't know what else to say. I, I don't I don't even want to go into the detail of it because everyone saw it. I don't need to go any more into this. Well the Lakers I, play like a losing team. You I, losing I, I don't even know. I, I can't even fathom the idea of how how as a as a head coach you can go into a game and not have your team prepared to do the simple fundamental tasks of an NBA professional basketball team. I don't understand it. I wish someone would explain it to me. Why is it that this team cannot fundamentally run basic plays? Or tie like their a, shoes. Like a three by uh, on one fast break. Fine. They're lazy in the second quarter. Fine. Charlotte hits it. It's a, it's a shooting spree. That happens. But I want to know. I really want to know. And I am, I'll fly to LA right now if I could be allowed to ask Darvin Ham or if this can somehow get in, in front of him. What the hell do you do during practice when you run a fast break? What are the fundamentals being taught? What the hell is LeBron doing and, and Russell Westbrook? And, and, and Austin Reeves, what are you doing running a fast break over and over again like you're playing in high school? I want to know why you guys can't execute that mother effing play. Please, I want to know why. Because it doesn't make any sense to me. It cost them the game. This was not a fast break that they missed in the second quarter when they're down two. This, is, this was a game killer. We lost because these guys cannot run a normal play that they should do blindfolded. These are pros. And that's that's just the 
That's the angst. That's the frustration. All this stuff about not caring and not wanting to play hard and AD being injured and Rob sucking at his job and Jeannie sucking at her job. It has nothing to do with that at this moment. I want to know the basic thing. Why? Why can't you run a freaking fast break when you've got more guys on your side than the other team? Answer me this, especially when it's coming from Hall of Famers. That's what I want to know. And I and the reason why I'm upset is because I know there isn't an answer and no one's going to ask them that question. And we're just going to sit here and eat it over and over again until when? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It just does not – it doesn't compute. My brain is not understanding the intelligence. The intelligence is not there. Why? Why isn't it there? Well, again, it just uh, it seems like like you're right. You're beating a dead horse every single time out. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The at Lakers point, fall to third. At this point, we've put the horse in a damn pit of fire, and there's no more bones left. <laughs> it's ash. It's glue. It's been freaking cremated. At what point is someone going to say something? And I guarantee you, if you go on Spectrum and you listen to that press conference, they're going to ask the same dumb, stupid questions like, was this guy okay? And what happened here? And when's AD going to come back? How about asking the coach, why can't you run a fundamental fast break? Why doesn't your team run a fundamental fast break with 6'8", 6'4", 6'6", players to make a layup when you have three guys against their one? I want to know that. If I did this right now in a press conference, you know they're going to get security. They're going to call their moms, their dads. They're going to call the National Guard to get me out of there, right? Is that what's going to happen? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Can Are I you get saying... an answer at least? I'll leave. Can I get an answer? I'll leave, but just give me an answer. I guarantee Joe, you it would, it would get the attention. Joe, I like how your Laker press conference would garner a bigger response than the January 6th insurrection. That is a legitimate question, guys. I mean, you tell me. You tell me if there's something wrong with that question. And Why I can't your team? Standing right next to and I, like, I would okay, hope Joe, that LeBron a, is there. Okay, Why can't you? Him down. The greatest, you're, you're, you're the greatest three, four, two, one player of all time. Why can't you guys run a fast break and make a basket when you have a three and one? I've seen already in the last few weeks a three on one and a four on one go kaput. For what reason? And this is already watching missed layups over and over and over and over again throughout a 48-minute game. What? What's next? What, what, what are we going to do? Uh, uh, they're not going to be able to uh, grab the rim at seven feet? What's next? I don't know. I don't know what's next. I, I'm, I'm, I'm completely in, in just astonishment at how – how how this is possible that 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 basketball players can't do basketball plays? I love Cricket's response, Jamie's wheat. I love you, brother. You can find more of Joe. Oh, and we lost. We and lost, we lost Joe. Joe. Did he break Joe. the internet? Joe broke uh, his internet. I think I think he's said his piece and he's 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 done. He's doing I the mean, Laker Tom and he's leaving. I guess I so. Point being is this is. I, I, I really this this is one of the reasons we have one of the greatest. He did break chats. the internet. We have one of the greatest chats because they put a they put up with us right yeah. a b 
I think that they're in many ways as frustrated we are as we are. You can look at he no no cricket wee wee he didn't rage quit, which I, I you know I appreciate the love. Uh, I'm assuming that's directed towards me. Jamie's uh, wheat Jamie's is actually wheat. is yeah. actually a, a business I a side business I run out in Nebraska and all I do is sell uh, wheat. wheat. Because it's really big business in Nebraska, the wheat business. Hope it's doing I, I well, you. my friend. Oh yeah, you can tell by my house behind me. <laughs> That's my garage. It's not my real house. Uh, anyhow, listen, and Joe's right. We've been, we we this horn has been well tooted. <laughs> we have well and fully tooted this horn, and the only thing that's going to change it is either the impossible situation of the Lakers somehow discovering how to play better. Because I, 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 I do in some ways think that this is a question of, of talent or, or lack thereof. Uh, you know, look, Pat Bev, I'm never going to put Pat Bev in the smart player category. I won't put Schroeder in the smart player category. I won't put other of those guys in the smart shooter player category, not on the level like an Austin Reeves or a Russ or a LeBron is. And these are the guys who, I mean, you know, the season isn't over, but. Uh, Barry but, A thinks it is. I see that, Gary, but I'm just I'm disagreeing because there's still a lot of season left. There's the the West is wide open, and there is a world. There is there a dimension. There's fifty games left. There's fifty games left. There's more than half the season left, and there's a likelihood that it, if AD can come back in a month. <laughs> Which is crazy, right? Like, oh, he's going to miss another month of it. He's never going to come close to playing 70% of the games as a Laker. He's never going to come close. He's going to miss over a th- well over a third of the games that he could have played in as a Laker. Well over a third of the games. And we've already established between you, Joe, and I that right. it is time to pull the plug on a trade. It start, it's time to start thinking seriously about it. At they, least start start taking the calls. They, I mean, yes, but let's be honest. They're not going to do that midseason. <laughs> the only the only player they're gonna do midseason, uh... <laughs> uh, John McCallion says, take that beanie off, Gerald. This trash team doesn't deserve to have that real estate on your head. And I see you wearing beanies too, John McCallion. Yeah, John McCallion. What the hell? You should subscribe to if you're out there on YouTube, John McCallion right. channel. Did you Listen. all notice the laughter and smiling after the game? I think LeBron was also not only, of course, the usual post-game stuff, but also embarrassed a little bit about the shoe going one way and him going the other. I mean, there's, you know, for those who want to wear the purple and gold colored glasses, there is a world where you can look at every single thing that's gone wrong and really, and say most of it is just bad breaks. And eventually the breaks have to start coming our way. But a really good NBA coach once said, and his name was Phil Jackson, that you make your own luck. And that comes from executing the fundamentals, like running a fast break. That comes with doing the the little things on the court, like making the right pass or boxing out and being in the right place to get that miraculous looking tip in that if you weren't in position, that if you weren't done the fundamentals correctly, you wouldn't have been able to make the play. And so that's what I kind of am getting at and what we've been harping on now for a while here is that this team just lacks so much. It either lacks good fundamental talent uh, or elite, not really fundamental talent. It it just, it it boggles the mind. 
that no move has been made by the front office, which every day that that happens makes me think a move is less likely to happen. I have no confidence whatsoever they will entertain a trade for AD in season. The earliest it would happen is this summer because you'll by then have seen what happened, right? You'll have seen if we if we gutted it out and made it to the play-in. And I, nobody should talk about the playoffs, by the way. I don't care how wide open the West is. We will not make the playoffs. We will not make the top six seed in the Western Conference. We still have a shot at a play-in spot. Uh, and, you know, it's just a silent, silent partner. <laughs> well, John you, McKinley wants to become a silent partner of your business, the wheat business. Oh, uh, the wheat business? Well, yeah. I, you know, I, it's unfortunate because we have to be outside, so it's hard to be silent. silent. Uh, it's the wheat field is quite large actually. So to be a silent partner means I'm going to have to walk all the way over to you across from the wheat field to say like, Hey man, can you thresh the wheat? Uh, I, you know, well, listen, uh, Zagerstein makes a great uh, point. Nobody left well, to block out Plumlee. You're rocking it again, Z. But, uh, nobody, Plumlee also wasn't called for the absolute washout of Reeves on the, uh, goaltending call prior to that. So, uh, you know, but. Again, we shot more playoffs and uh, or more poor playoffs. Sorry, I just saw Garrier's playoffs, playoffs, playoffs. Uh, but they we shot they, more free throws. He's right; they can't box out at all. It just no strength inside. Or get back on the break. We scored. We gave up thirty-two fast break points, I believe. Uh, they, or no points off for turnovers. Points off difference. for turnover was thirty-two points. Yeah, uh, and that's the difference of the game. Uh, he came back though. Uh, see, he was back on the bench at least. He didn't stay in the locker room. So even when they were taking him off, I don't know if you have Spectrum Sportsnet, but on Spectrum they showed him in the hallway walking back, and he got about halfway down the tunnel and was like, seemed like he was okay. Uh, because I'm I'm a big Thomas. I was a big Thomas Bryant fan when Byron Scott chose not to play him for an entire season. Uh, I was a big Thomas Bryant fan when he was in Washington, and I'm a big Thomas Bryant fan now. Uh, I love second round guys who get drafted by the Lakers that just might make a name for themselves here and then make big money and play even better on another team. Cause that's, that's what, what I was this, saying during the game. That's what this front office is great at. <laughs> we draft them. You win with them. Lakers. Well, I will tell you again, the Lakers, unfortunately, have got to go ahead and, and reevaluate things before they start out on a five game road trip. It does not get any easier because Christmas day it is the Dallas Mavericks and Luka Doncic and all the good stuff that's going to come out as far as the Lakers coming out on Christmas Day. Hopefully the Lakers can at least be competitive. I'll tell you what. I said this to Joe. I said this to Joe during the game, and he's probably still not going to be part of it. But, Jamie, you could be part of it. And I'm hoping Joe will, will reconsider. If the Lakers win on Christmas Day, I – and I'm hoping everybody else in the chat, as far as, uh -oh. you know, I hope everybody on the panel, of course, will sing a Christmas carol. How about that? If they win, I will sing a Christmas carol, and I hope Jamie and Joe will join me as well. How about that? How does that sound? The okay, Lakers so, win. Uh, 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 <laughs> okay. I'm not going to tell them I might do it anyways, <laughs> but still. Joe's response on, in chat is Joe is favorite. playing the Grinch right now. 
No, Joe, listen, uh, Joe has every right to be down in the dumps. Oh, absolutely. This, I'm, not, this team just, is... I'm just trying to liven up. I remember we provide therapy. All right, Bob Marley, you, you try to lively up yourself. Uh, and uh, I'll lively up myself uh, once we get off the broadcast. Marijuana is legal in Nevada. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. No, I'm saying. Uh, listen, look, I forgot. Oh, give me your, Chris, your Christmas Carol challenge. So I will be... Uh, at family on Christmas Day, I will not be. I, I won't be probably on this. However, we are having a Christmas. Uh, we are having a Christmas Carol uh, jam. So if it happens to be when the show happens, I'll throw the phone up. Uh, if you're on Melon Bar Hype Twenty Seven, whatever website this is now, uh, you know, <laughs> TJ who. All right. Well, uh, well, at least I will try. Oh, to I, yeah, yeah. I will sing a Christmas carol, and I will hope everyone else in the in the uh, panel that's here that day will do as well. If the Lakers win, on oh, uh, listen, Joe, T.J. Cyrus didn't just hate Kobe; he hated Planet Earth. That, that was a, <laughs> that was a miserable man, T.J. Cyrus. Uh, but you know, I, look, we could uh, we. We're on the ride, people. We're on the ride. We're taking it all the way to the end. Uh, thank you, Zang. Uh... <laughs> Zangerstein has the same uh, the and same the, optimism for life that that to- Liquor Tom the, the, has. The, the key here is, but is no, she has much more sensibility about the key, it. The key I here is Laker Tom is into dream world. Sometimes there there is a there, when you become an adult. Well, you tell me all the time. When you become an adult, or when I go to Lakerholics.com, go ahead, John. Sorry. Uh, and you become a responsible adult, I should say. Adults kind <laughs> of that's the, the adult part's always been an issue with me because I I don't I, I kind of grew up a couple years ago, but that's a, that's that's a different story. Joe knows lasagna. <laughs> when you when you know when you know when you know how to handle stuff, you should be able to compartmentalize the difference between what we're doing right now and when we're off air. The game does not, should not affect other things, work, family, friends. Having the show does help vent. It's a little easier even even more to, to, to not have those things merged together. It, there's an intelligence issue here. I've been trying to work around it as much as I can, but there's a massive intelligence issue with the Lakers and and overall in the NBA in general, it's a lazy, it's a very lazy game now. And no one is holding anyone accountable, not only for their play, but for their participation. No one's holding anybody accountable for being dedicated to an 82 game season. And it just kind of starting to all bunch up together here. If these guys aren't willing to, put in the effort for an 82-game season, then God, I was going to say something, but I had to hold myself. They can go, they can go relieve themselves is, is kind of what I'm thinking right now. Okay. And, and I, I, I think, I think the, the next message that needs to go out, should we, uh, or when we get to a, a level where there's a little bit more of an audience uh, on that side, I feel like we have a really good audience right now that's building. Uh, that's a Laker contingency, but I want I want the league and I want the players in the league and the management in the league to to hear these things. I don't hear them 
on the big market shows, I hear the same lame yapping. It's over and over the same thing. No one is saying anything to the league. No one's putting any any onus on the fact that you have a lower low IQ league, low IQ player participation, low IQ coaching. And those are things that need to be in the right. It's not just about a team stinking. There's a difference between a team that stinks and a team that can't play fundamental basketball when they actually have talent. There's a major malfunctioning, major malfunctioning going on there. That basically tells me that there's no accountability for them to do the normal things. So where does that lie? That lies in leadership, either on with the players, which who is in the NBA right now that first that just pops into your head that's a that's a that's an immense leader, someone that's ferocious as a leader. Giannis. He's not though. He's a, he's a player by by action. Joel Embiid? No. No, I don't think we have any. Okay. I just don't think we have any. And that is a problem. That is a problem and it's showing itself and it's 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 watching uh un- just not not watching intelligence being implemented in things. I'm trying to be as as I guess PC as I can right now. It's really, really hard. I want to say other words, but I'm not gonna do that because I there's people out there that have families and stuff. I don't want to do that. But there is a low IQ, low intelligence situation going on here that is 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 really the driving force of the anger in my being right now. It's not about oh well they didn't box out, they didn't do this. It's the simple stuff. Boxing out, I guess if they don't want to put the effort in that that's who they are. But how do you not run simple fundamental plays? That's the part that's just absolutely not ending. And I feel like I should just record uh, uh, every show or just record this and just play it every show at, at this point because I just can't. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Well, it, there's a lot of embarrassing things to say because at times it really was embarrassing for Lakers fans out there. And, you know, it's nice to see that they had those free beanies and sweaters to go ahead and distract them. But you could throw out all the sweaters. You know how Joe likes sweaters and beanies in the world, but it can't distract you from the fact that the Lakers, unfortunately, just absolutely where did, were where terrible. Did you come up with this stuff? Remember the sweater from the other day? Remember you? No. That what you go to bed a sweater? Yeah, I, no. I mean I do. Get a free was... one like Will Ferrell did. But anyways, you know they were terrible, absolutely terrible on the defensive end. Plus, also as well, just another. Shameful third quarter and poor execution down the stretch, and the Lakers end up losing once again, 134 to 130. It is Joe Soro, Jamie Sweet, and me, Gerald Glassford, right here at the Lakers Fast Break. Thanks so much for watching and listening. We truly appreciate it. But before we head on out, Kenneth Stone, even Kenneth Stone, who, when I first met him, when he was going back and forth with Joe, he was a very positive light as far as our Lakers fan base that we have for the Lakers fast break and even he is losing hope so Jamie when you see and hear and I know you get a lot of responses out there on Lakerholics.com you and, and Laker Tom go back and forth but the entire mix of people that actually respond to everything that you guys have to say out there even that element right there is actually getting very 
very pessimistic as well. What do you say to try to infuse some type of, of, I don't know, hope, because we talked about hope earlier, not being an option for guys like us, but realism that the Lakers can get anything done on this upcoming five-game Rose trip? Get used to disappointment. <laughs> I don't spread hope, Gerald. Uh, hope, 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 hope isn't something that people should be in the business of spreading. It's something you have to, you have to believe in it as the individual. I mean, I guess that's probably a little, uh, a little dreary, but there's not a lot of somebody feel free to enlighten me, right? Like, what, what positive could happen that would really make you think this team was moving in the right direction. And it can't just be AD isn't out for a month. He's only out for three weeks. You know what I mean? Kenneth Stone, we were talking about that about 10 minutes ago. Uh, we all agree that uh, uh, we all agree that AD should be on the team next season. I don't, they won't trade him this season. They, they, they need to, they need to, there needs to be some soul searching this summer, you know, you're obviously not going to trade LeBron. LeBron's going to finish at least his contract as a Laker, good or bad. Is AD the one that's going to carry the team as LeBron ages? Obviously not. Is Russ, you know, going to stick around after the summer? Probably, <laughs> right? Probably. Who's going to give Russ more money than us? Nobody. Will we give Russ money? Probably. And so, uh, you know, what, what, What's going to change? Who's? And I'm, I'm, I'm. Frankly, I'm looking at the chat here. Like, it's low right now, John. Uh, who's, who's? And I'm trying my best to keep the, you know. Any there's kind no, of but, no, I know. Well, and it's a bummer for the holiday. Laker fans, the last two holiday seasons have just been, you know, it's, it's, because it's about now when it looks when, when. You know, because like preseason, there's potential, right? You've got all the hope in the, you can have in preseason. You can think all these things are going to break right, that all of these things that could go wrong won't go wrong, and so on and so forth. But when those things start to go wrong, or when the talent gap that you saw coming months ago reveals itself to actually be a real talent gap, or when your team of Lilliputians are out there playing against guys bigger than them and not able to rebound or defend, you know, nobody should be surprised. We've got 1400 guards on this team for crying out loud. And, and we're our big most men are, of them are tiny and most of them are under six, five. So uh, I can't give you hope right now. Right. I, it doesn't, I don't have any <laughs> I can't spread hope. There, there, so yeah, there's, there's nothing no, to hope for. There's an old saying uh, from my, one of my mentors was he used to say there was, there's no hope in this business. And, yeah. and right away, right away to the, to the simple minded, to the simple minded, they're going to assume that you're talking about something in the optimistic, pessimistic world. No, that's not what he meant. There's no hope in this business, meaning you can't build a team off of hope. You have to have a plan. You know, yeah. Kobe, uh, Jerry West, when, he was getting Kobe in trades and signing Shaq and letting George Lynch go and Anthony Peeler go. And there's no hope there. He's executing a plan. These guys have, and you're asking, you're asking, why do we have 84 guards? We have 84 guards on this team because there's no one else left to get at the money that we can pay. 
It wasn't something structured. We're already screwed structurally. You're paying a guy $47 million a year, another guy 40 and the other guy 40 Where are you going to spend your money? On what? Okay, then you get a mid-level exception player for $6 million, and that's it. Everything else is a minimum contract. So if you're expecting people or Polinka and Genie to put this well-oiled machine together, it's not going to happen unless you get rid of at least one of those big contracts. Now, in our case, one is going to end this year, and I'm predicting right now, I don't even know if this is a prediction, I, I almost say guarantee, that Rob ain't gonna tra- is not going to trade Russell Westbrook for anything. He's going to let that extra $17 million go to crap, and now that's that. What he has to do is he has to trade. Yes, Kenneth Stone, I think they should trade AD this summer. It's over. It's three years that we wasted. Well, I wouldn't say wasted. Three years that you have a, if you're talking about consistency, you've had a consistent thing going on here that's just not working. Are you going to go a fourth year? I wouldn't. Get something for AD, even if it's for two or three first-round picks and a couple of serviceable players, and then ask LeBron if he wants to get traded. If he doesn't want to get traded, then let him come back next year, play out the contract. Other than that, just get ahead of this thing a little bit. Do something this summer so that we don't have to continue to talk about stuff that keeps happening over and over again. It's just getting exhausted. Yeah, it is. Absolutely, because it's the same old story. Time in, time out. I mean... I have never seen this in my life. Like, I used to see... I used to see one game they lost because of defense. One game they lost because they couldn't score. One de- one game uh, Lillard went for 60. One game, it was always different, right? This is repeated every game. It's the same way of losing with mixed in with a little luck of, of some wins. It's, 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 it's mind-boggling. What are you doing to eliminate these problems? What is Darvin Ham? If I'm Darvin Ham tonight, I was I, I would have done this 10, three months ago, 10 months ago. Even though he wasn't a coach, I would have still done it 10 months ago. I would have gotten Doc Brown's car and went back to the future or whatever. <laughs> Run the damn fast break until people collapse. I would have made them run the fast break the correct way until they collapsed and then see what happens during the game. You tell me they're not going to learn their lesson that way. Oh, no, we can't do that because the divas might uh, complain or somebody might get a hangnail and then be out for practice. And then the media and then the guy's agent is going to sit there. You what the hell are you doing running these guys like like track stars, man. These guys got us. Uh, they're on a they're on a last season contract. I need the guy to do this. So that's probably what's going on, right? At this point, who knows what's going on? But obviously, I know damn well that nothing's going on. Actually. actually, nothing's going on. That's the proof. We're seeing it, and that's the problem right there. We'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hey, Lakers fans. Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. 
with a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. Uh, for a lot of people, I think that it's come down to the fact that AD and LeBron will probably finish out their careers as Lakers with only one championship at this rate, because it does not look like they're ever going to get a team built around them. That's going to be reaching the same heights that they did in the bubble. Uh, do you concur, Jamie at this no. point? Yeah, absolutely. There's no, we, we traded that team away. We let that team go. We let that team go and started dismantling that team. The exact time, the exact moment that the, the championship ended. They traded, they traded Dennis Green, Danny Green, and a first round pick for Dennis Schroeder, not two months after winning the title. Schroeder walked for nothing. So there went that pick and player, which he was getting 15 ish mil that season. So that's 15 mil you in flexibility and spending tools and however you want to look at it, or just a player <laughs> that you let walk and you got nothing for him. Same summer they let Caruso walk. And chose THT, who's also gone, who we traded for a guy who is arguably playing about as well as THT could, but with more minutes and is is you know better at celebrating his points that he scores once every couple of weeks. So this is done. The only reason LeBron's going to play is to pass Kareem. Once that happens, you know that would look nice in the books, right? But why? Why are you playing? Why is he playing? It's obvious that this team from the top down isn't going to go all in. They've made that painfully clear. So anybody who thinks it's suddenly going to happen, you're deluding yourself. Stop doing it now. See the light. (laughs) They don't want to go all in. They're not going to go over the salary cap. They're not going to pay luxury taxes. They're not going to do the things that other franchises in the modern era, and I, you could be you could be angry about that. You could all look back at like when the Lakers were spending a lot of money on the Phil Jackson teams, and oh, they spent money back then, but it was different. You didn't get penalized same. Everything was everything is you know, everything is different now. It's more punitive to spend a lot of money consistently. So the Lakers don't do it because they're a small market team. They're, they're the they're the smallest market team in the biggest market on planet Earth. So. You know, I just wanted to admit, let everybody know Howard Hill had a question in regards to the length of AD's contract. Actually, uh, no, no, he's only two more seasons after this. Yeah, two more seasons, but the the last season is an early termination, so he could become a free agent as early as 2024. But he'll most likely be a free agent because that last year is 43 million dollars, so most likely it will not get terminated. He'll probably be a free agent in 2025. Just to give everybody a heads up, according to Sport Track right now. So, but again, I think it's something where you have to start consider. You have to you have to look at you have to look at the things. I, I I look at what's on the table, and I have to start thinking right now. Me, I'm a more proactive person. I'm starting to look up. I see the history of what Anthony Davis is is gone. Like you said, Jamie, you're lucky if you're going to get 50 to 60 games max out of him in a season for the rest of his yep. career. Oh, yeah. I think it's just start time to look at the, the variables as far as a possible trade is concerned. I mean, you should. 
<laughs> a sensible front office. I, I don't think we you should. should. We, we, we need to get off this trade stuff because, it, again, this is the, the, we need to focus on the game and we need to start getting this campaign of, of starting to ask these people what the hell they're doing. I want people to I want people to start blogging and and going on Twitter and going on wherever the hell your social media is and somehow get this message out to the media whoever has the balls to go on there and ask these guys a question. I want to know what you're doing to prepare for games and why you can't do the fundamental uh, fundamental uh, basketball uh, skill sets. Why? Why aren't you making fast break layups when you're when you when you're on a 3-1 break. I want to know why you're missing layups. These are the questions I want to know. I want to hear from their mouth. Why are you missing layups? Why? What are you doing with the ball? What's going on with your focus? Why is it your team focused? Are you practicing enough? Are you doing the drills enough? Are you uh, not saying anything because you're worried about the stars of the team whining and crying. I want to hear an answer because if I hear the answer, then I can play off that answer. So I kind of know the answer, but I want to hear it from them. I want to hear it from the leaders. But they're not going to say it, right? They're not going to say, well, I can't I can't yell at LeBron for missing a layup because he's Le- LeBron James. So where do we go from there now? What do we ask LeBron? LeBron, why do you keep missing layups? What's going on here? You're six eight. You can jump over the rim. I don't get it. What's going on? That's this, the that's the execution the is absolutely terrible. It, it, this is not. This is I. These are these are legitimate, puzzling questions. I want to know if you're not boxing out. That's one thing. If you're missing shots, that's one thing. If you're lazy on defense, that's one thing. But I want to know why these basketball players are not doing basketball fundamentals basketball like i i it's like okay let me let me use baseball as an analogy it would be like the fly balls being dropped every five times every five for every fifth fly ball they're dropping one how how is that possible you're a professional i don't i i that's what i want to know i want i want to know this i need a media pass so i can go ask i swear to god I'd get there and I'd ask these questions. What is going on when you're running a fast break? Why are you guys not executing a simple 3-1 fast break? Why do you keep passing it two feet behind you when you are in front of your, 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 your the defender? What is going on here? Why? I'm watching the games. I'm seeing what's going on. I, don't, I haven't seen this before. Usually when a guy passes his defender, it's either a, 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 a bounce pass a pass to the three, or it's a layup. These guys are going, they have the step, and then they do one of these, and they do this. What the hell is that? Where did they teach that in basketball? These fundamentals, these things that are just seemingly so easy with repetition and practice and practice are just, it's become nauseating clear that the Lakers are just not doing what they need to do in preparation, both before games and during games at halftime. And I want I mean, to know I, I, why are we the worst team by far? Why, in the third why are we missing more games now in the NBA than ever before? I want to know that too. Why, with all the advancements and all the the perks and all this money? Okay, these guys are making twenty, thirty, forty million dollars. Why are they not playing a full season anymore? With all these advantages, it's up here. 
It's got to be up here. And I want to know why. I want to know why. I'm not leaving. I'm not going to go cry like a little girl and go, ah, I'm tired of watching this NBA soft. And then, No, I want to know why. I want somebody to ask those guys, why aren't you playing 82 games a year anymore? The one thing I don't think anybody realizes now is that I know we've talked about in the past jokingly or half jokingly about the Rambi, both being Linda and Kurt being involved with this, uh, all the all the voices that are uh, supposedly behind the scenes. Well, one has now officially been added in Jay Moore, so you can add Jay Moore into the mix as far as voices <laughs> into this. So, boy, you really know how to you really know how to throw water on a fire, don't you? I uh, throw that's <laughs> water more like gasoline. I'm throwing on the fire. I'm making uh, it even bigger, my friend, because oh, it's the God. truth now. Because he is there. You know, he if you remember his days listening to him on the radio, the the times that he was there as a sports uh i guess uh, analyst per se i don't know you know i really tried to listen to him and i couldn't really get get over his his critique and the way he performed out there on the radio but again now he's going to be a voice inside the uh the annals of the crypt out there so i just wanted to go ahead and make sure that it's also known when you talk about the rambi and phil jackson and magic johnson and and Rob Palenka and, and Jeannie Buss and all the individuals involved that supposedly have a say in the future Lakers, you're going to have to include him as well. Silence. Silence. Uh, I'm just, now I'm just tired. Yep. Yeah, I, 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 that, that pretty much probably ended the show. Yeah, that's what it did indeed. But I am still, Jeannie got engaged. To I, like, I, like, I like what John said, though. If I'm an Jeannie, owner... If I'm an owner, I'm talking to other owners and I'm talking to Adam Silver. I'm like, you know what? If these guys don't want to play games, then there's got to be something in the next CBA that says if you're missing games because you don't got a legitimate injury, you know, they do these physicals when they do trades, right? Right? We saw it with Carlos Correa, right? So you guys have all the sophisticated – medical equipment and doctors and all these things. If you've got an, a legitimate injury, I guess you could fake it. You could fake it, but there needs to be something done to hold these guys accountable. But the fans aren't doing it. That would ultimately be what, it, what, what would help, but we're not helping it. We're, we're, we're watching still. So they don't care. But oh. I think that's the frustrating part. That's the frustrating part is, you either got to sever it or not, but you know, what, you know, if, if, if us three decided not to watch the Lakers anymore, it doesn't matter. There's a billion people watching it. Still, doesn't matter. But it matters to us that you watch us here at the Lakers. <laughs> Great transition, Cheryl. Yeah, I love that. Good segue. Good segue. Good segue. Because you guys and gals out there are the best Lakers supporter that's out there because you support us here at the Lakers Fast Break. We truly appreciate it. The chat room was on fire tonight. The vengeance, the holiday cheer was not there, replaced with a coal in their stockings, and everybody was just lashing out tonight. So hopefully we are a place that you can vent right here at the Lakers Fast Break. Paul, as a Utah fan, always great to have you here. We always have to love 
when when respectful fans from other franchises come in, they say a lot of great things. They add to the conversation instead of just coming here. Oh, Lakers suck. Lakers suck. Oh, Lakers lost. Instead, they come in with some great stuff. Like Paul, you've been tremendous at tonight. Cannot thank you enough for doing it. Laker media is afraid of losing access if they ask tough questions or challenge the team's narrative. You're right because there's that small pool of reporters that always seem to think that they're in within the uh, the mix when it comes to telling the Lakers news that out there. And you're right, you you don't want to be in the outside looking in, like well, for instance, us per se. But John McCallion says, "Merry Christmas" or whatever <laughs> y'all celebrate. Happy holidays, happy holidays indeed. But remember, we will be back tomorrow. I'm sorry, Sunday. We'll be back Sunday, of course. Christmas Day. Christmas Day right here for you. We will actually have at playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break our live Christmas party right there for you. So please join our live Christmas live watch party right there for you. It's going to be a lot of fun. Plus afterwards, Joe and I will be in a Christmas spirit. Absolutely. Joe and I will be in a Christmas spirit. It'll be like Santa's come around. He's eating the cookies. It's given us some great Laker presents. And again, if the Lakers win, I will sing a Christmas carol. And I hope everyone that's there on the on the panel, if it's Joe, if it's somebody else, I know Joe will be here. Hopefully, Joe, will you join me, please, if in a Christmas carol, if the Lakers win on Sunday? No. That's the, that's the spirit, I thought. Jim House says the lasagna that he was making during the course of the show turned out great. Joe, I wish you were here. All right, Joe, no lasagna, Jim, absolutely. Yep. I like Zangerstein. your style, Jim. Merry Christmas to everyone. Merry Christmas to you, Zangerstein, Jim Howe, Howard Hill, absolutely. I don't know how you do it, Jim. I just don't know how you do it, Jim. <laughs> Make lasagna? Just layer some noodles and some sauce and put a yeah, absolutely. Let's get let's get on the bright side here. It is almost Christmas Day. Hopefully you and your family and friends will have a happy and safe holiday and a truly Merry Christmas. Hopefully everybody will be in the Christmas spirit. Let's hope Joe will be in the Christmas spirit by by Sunday. Joe, do you think that might be the case? That I'm not enough for you. Okay. Well, it's starting to droop. As the course of the, the show took place. The, the tree started to droop. So. Yeah, there's, there's more condensation from the heat. We're on the hot air. Don't forget the hot air, indeed. But once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The Lakers do lose 134 to 130. Yeah, I know, right over your head, indeed. But 134 to 130. What? What? Well, I'm going to have to change your name to Gerald Cheezer Glassford. Gerald Cheezer. Okay. No, no, thank you. I don't accept that. That's what I'm going to hear. Are you from Wisconsin? No. Originally? I'm from, I'm from SoCal, baby. Yes, Born SoCal. and raised. Inglewood. Right there for Inglewood. you. Joe's tree is gloomy. I know. Just like he was the entire show. Whole show. Yes. The whole show. There's, there's a cause and effect, people. Step it up, Joe. There's a cause and effect. <laughs> I'm kidding. If, if, you're, if, if, you're, if you think someone's walking, uh, if you think I'm walking around, gloomy for no reason i think you'd be mistaken this was this was uh, that fast break is what's turned this around all right what you saw it was cause and effect firecracker that was the firecracker but this one lasts a little bit longer 
I, I yes, I was born in Inglewood. I guess you could say uh, Inglewood is always Inglewood is not always up to no good. There are some good people in Inglewood. I'll have you know, and there were some good people that were born in Inglewood. I am one of them. So there you go. Absolutely great. There's there's a you know Inglewood gets a bad rap. It's a great city. A lot of good people there, and of course there's also you know the LA Forum. And of course, SoFi Stadium and the YouTube Center as well. Just some great stuff there. So don't don't sell out on Inglewood. It's the original LA home of the Los Angeles Lakers. When you have to defend something, you know it's true. Well, I'm trying my best. But once again, it's the Lakers fast break. We'll be back on Christmas Day again. Please go ahead and be part of our live watch party at playback.tv slash Lakers fast break. Hip hop and country tap country. Okay. Rap. There you go. Absolutely. But once again, we'll be live for our live watch party against the Dallas Mavericks. And then afterwards, you know, it's the Christmas party to end all Christmas parties as we'll bring down the internet as only we can. Of course, imagine getting fired by Jay Moore. Some of the Lakers might actually get fired in the coming weeks and months by Jay Moore. We'll wait. I wish I, I bet he does it with a joke. Well, you, mean, you mean like a Jerry Maguire? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But once again, it's the Lakers fast break. We truly appreciate you being part of tonight's show, and hopefully you'll join us for a Christmas special on Sunday. Will the Lakers win? Will they get me singing Christmas carols? We'll find out as the Lakers headed to Dallas to start a five-game road trip on Christmas Day to face off against Luka Doncic. Hey, guys, before we head on out, what do you think they'll go on the road trip? I say two and three. I say two and three. Joe's thinking worse. I bet you. I think Joe's thinking it doesn't matter. Oh and five. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You can't beat Charlotte. You're not winning these games on the road. If AD was playing, yeah, sure. It, I'd say four and one, three and two for sure. Who the hell? Who the, who are they gonna beat? Orlando. Orlando's Orlando. kicking everyone's rear end right now. Yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> right. You guys watch the NBA? Yeah. Yeah. I'm it's trying an, to think positive it's interesting. at least it, once. It's always an interesting uh, uh, conversation with certain folks out there that actually don't watch the games. <laughs> right. <laughs> Orlando has been playing very well. Folks, we watch the games. Now, I'm not just talking to Lakers either. We watch the games. We know who John Moran is. We know Tatum's and the Jalen Browns and, yeah, LaMelo Balls. And we know who they are. We watch them. And I know we're not watching all 48 minutes, but I'm watching those games. I'm I'm, I'm an NBA fan. I'm well, a that could happen, fan. Kenneth. I could see that happening. The Lakers go in to Dallas. They beat Luka. And then they just tank it for the rest of the, the road trip. I could see that totally happening. No, we never went on Christmas. That's not going to happen. Sorry. Ooh. They're 24 and 24 all time. We don't Listen. They don't win consistently happen. on Christmas. However you want to frame it, it does, it's okay. not going to happen. <laughs> okay. But once again, it's the Lakers fast break. We'll be back on Sunday, Christmas I Day. I want to frame it. Absolutely, as only we can be here. We're going to be in good spirits, win or lose, because it's Christmas. We're going to have the, <laughs> the best. rise of Bull Bull. 
Yes. Is that, uh, you know what? That has been really fun to watch as well. Great, great uh, thoughts. I like, I like to always. watch my Bull Bulls rise too. So. Bull Bull has been playing out of Most of us, Most of us have Bull Bull. Uh, well, you can joke all you want, but he's been balling it in Orlando. So oh, he's been balling. Huh? No, he's, Bull been, been balling. he's been balling it. He's been balling it. But once again, uh, thanks so much to Howard Hill. Did you, did you think of that Stein, one all by yourself, Dennis G? Stone, John McCallion, truly appreciate it. Jim Howe cooking that lasagna. Get Paul Lipman, of course, one of our great Utah fans out there that loves uh, joining us here for the Lakers fast break. Truly appreciate it. Z, tremendous as always. Kenneth Stone, like I said, thanks so much for everybody that was a part. Eric Foreman as well. Thanks so much for everybody. Rexit as well. <laughs> Jingle and balls. Cricket, cricket Wee Wee. Cricket Wee Wee. Always great to have a Cricket Always Wee Wee great. join cricket us here on the show. But thanks so much again for joining us. Truly cricket Wee Wee. Cricket Wee Wee loves me. Yeah. That's the one that, you know, yeah, for Jamie Sweet. Or, yeah, Jamie's Wee. Yes. Yeah, Jamie's wheat. Uh, he loves I, your brother. Which, which, and John, uh, uh, talk to me off off chat. We can talk about uh, we can talk about joining my wheat farm. There you go. Absolutely, the silent partner indeed. But once again, it's the Lakers fast break. We'll be back on Christmas Day, entertaining you as only we can. Of course, against the Dallas Mavericks. Will we be singing Christmas carols? Because if we win, you can guarantee. You will be hearing a Christmas carol from me. So will we be singing Christmas carols? Find out on Sunday after the live watch you party. You will, not me. I will. <laughs> there you go. Right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.